Welcome, everyone, to the second ever episode of the Uncultured Gaming Podcast, a podcast where I force my friends to play the games that I love and then force them to have discussion with me about the games that I love. On today's episode, we talk a little bit about breaking some rules, we drink some beers, I force Preston to answer my question of the day, talk a little bit about the industry, probably we're talking about Star Wars being developed for PS4 and Xbox One, kind of degeneration, and also Post Malone spending a crap ton of money. And of course, we dive into our first game, Firewatch. All this and more with your hopefully favorite uncultured gamers. What's up, and welcome back, everyone, to the second episode of the Uncultured Gaming Podcast. I'm still your uncultured host, the the kind of doctor, but don't ask me to save your life kind of doctor, Wilson Lester. And today, I'm still joined by our other host, the local hardcore gamer, the man who lives and breathes Soulsborne titles like it's his job, <laughs> the man I slightly hate because he put two of those damn games on our list. I'm not over that. It's not fair. It's, ah, Preston Jacobs. What's up, guys? How are y'all? I'm doing good. How are, how are you? How are you been? I'm fantastic. It's been really hot today trying to knock out a few projects at home, but I'm excited to be here ready to talk about Firewatch. Ooh, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited, too. Well, can you believe it? You know, we're two episodes in at this point. <clears throat> it's, it's hard to believe it, man. Yeah, we haven't been canceled yet. Can you no. believe it? <laughs> <laughs> we also haven't released our first one, so we don't know how well we're doing. No, hopefully by the time doing... this one's out, our first one's out. Yes. There's, there's a lot of details, like um, finding sponsors. We, yeah. we don't have a sponsor yeah. yet. Your dogs think you're funny, so that's... Oh, the, uh, thank you. That They're not a good sponsor. I hear mm-hmm. one dog's chewing on a bone. Uh, uh, we have a little bit of a live audience today with with us, everybody. Um, our dogs and our wives, but, you know, it's it's fine. It's, it's a good way to test out if uh, we're funny or not. If they laugh at our jokes. Please laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that... It's like in that episode, uh, not episode of Shrek, that, the movie Shrek, when um, Lord Farquaad and Fiona are getting married, and he and the they lift up the sign, Aw. <laughs> <laughs> But um, you know, getting, before we even get into our actual episode, you know, I want to have a little little pleasantry talk. You know, talk about you know. Also, we asked you how your how your day's been going. Is that hot? I agree, it's very mm-hmm, hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what have you been doing? Um, well, I've been trying to edit our podcast, which yes. you know, um, got a newfound respect for you know producers and everything because yes. it's uh it's time time consuming. I think I got it down, and you know, we'll we'll find out when we release it. Um, our music guy is supposed to give us more tracks, but we're just going to release. As is. Yeah, he gave us a little teaser, and I'm liking Ooh, what it's sound, sounding like so good, far. It sounds good. good. So, for you, those of you may, listening right now, um, it's going to be different. Most likely, it will be different. Everything's going to be everything's going to be changing. Um, but also, you know, I had a few notes. <laughs> from, God dang it, Milo! <laughs> Jeez! Jeez! <laughs> you ruined everything! I had a little note, <laughs> a couple of notes about our, uh, you know, our, you know, listening to the podcast for the first time. You know, there's couple things that came to mind one uh preston you gotta shut up more um, i know i was w- i talked way too much i interrupted you way too you much that, and I, I'm, I'm very sorry that long rant about you know <clears throat> twinkies not expiring and how it's concerning that you might not have enough when the end of the world happens um did not know where you're going with that but uh also <laughs> it's <laughs> it's also a matter of fact uh god where was, what was that other note i was thinking of? oh yeah uh very cringy and I'm trying to I, like there's a couple things I said I was like 
Ugh, that's... Oh yeah, there's definitely a couple things I said later yeah. at night that I was like, man, I should not have said that. Or yeah. I should have said, so I should have said. I should have said. I thought of a lot of funny jokes yeah. after after the fact. And so we just gotta like, we just gotta embrace it. I think it's kind of like we just embrace the cringe. Like most of the time, it's gonna be cringy. If we if we just don't listen to it, I think we fine. You know, that's right. Yeah. You know, just... Rule of thumb is if you don't listen to yourself, yeah. it's it's you can't hear the cringe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was there. I know what it sounded like. I know, I know what it sounded. I know like. what I said. Let's not edit. Let's just throw it out there. See what the world wants to say. Yeah, no, no, it's, uh, it, other than that, it's like, I, I, it, it was fun. I hate the sound of my own voice, you know? I'm, yes. I feel like I'm changing the tone of my voice every now and then, kind of feeling like what I want to talk about and everything. You know, it's okay! <laughs> you know what I mean? That kind of sounds, now say, say uh, not the gumdrop buttons. Not the gumdrop <laughs> buttons! Can we get sued by Shrek? Um... Think so. What's the what's the law on that? It was less than fifteen seconds, so it was it was fine. So okay, we can we can talk about at least ten seconds with Shrek. I think know? so. Okay, record. Okay, I'll, next episode we can Shrek. <laughs> I'm episode. not a lawyer, but I think it's like a rodeo. What? As long as you, <laughs> just, do, just do eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, we got a full ass podcast in our hands. We've got beer to drink, questions to answer, industry to gossip, but most importantly, we finally get to talk about our first game, Firewatch. But before we actually get started with that, Preston, I think we need to tell everyone we kind of messed up a little bit. I'll explain our new segment, mm. Ruck the Fuels. We really need to get like, music for this. Um, okay, yeah, that's that's the music from now on. <laughs> Preston doing that. That's, we can't get sued for that. Um, it's nothing major. Um, just, you know, I want to spend a little bit of time telling everyone how um, some things about this podcast are going to change. Um, Preston is leaving. <laughs> he he, want, he wanted to quit. He said, "I'm out. This is this is too much work." But no, this um. Everybody's like, "Who?" <laughs> oh, the guy that talks too much. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, basically, you no. Know, I kind of realized because, uh, especially with our first game, taking about on average four hours to beat the overall cadence of the games that we're going to play just doesn't necessarily work. They're a little. The ones coming later are a little dense. Yeah, it's it's very dense, and some of them are short. Um, so it's kind of. We kind of realized the formatting of going month by month, kind of the flow gets disrupted rather than us kind of like this like good talk about video games. Also, it's our podcast, so we can do whatever the hell we want. We can want. do what we want. If you don't like that, leave five stars and say we suck. Yeah. <laughs> Nerd, just give us, give us the five stars. I don't care if you don't like us. All that to say is, instead of us being kind of putting ourselves in this box, we are going to be, we're still going to be following the list of games that we have, mm-hmm. but we're just going to play it at our own pace so like we may have spent like three episodes on one episode um probably one game uh three episodes on one episode it probably lives of you in a second yeah. who knows yeah next thing you know we'll play Elden ring good god no <clears throat> I, I i'm really good at taking my time playing playing i like to take my time and oh, yeah. not rush you know yeah i uh, i recently beat final fantasy 16 and that was a game i unfortunately took my time with and play your soul. But, well, here, okay, I have a gripe session. I, we'll get back to Ruck the Fuels real quick. But I, I, got, I got a bone to pick with Final Fantasy VII Square Enix. Oh, God, I thought it was with me. No, yeah, yeah that's, that's, for, that's for later in the episode. I'm sorry, but, uh, I didn't finish it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You know, you were, you were good until then. But um, essentially, you know, I did all the side quests. I spent about 70 hours in this game. At some point, I started skipping the dialogues. I, was, I, was, I, was, I just wanted to beat it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was waiting for the trophy to pop. I thought I got to the point where I was like, okay, I do all the side quests. Oh, no, there's another, like, three hours left in the game. Oh, look, ten more side quests. That's literally what happened. I literally go, 
my God, this will never end. It ends. And There's then, only so much soup I can deliver. God. <laughs> those are easy side quests. I like those. But um, essentially what happened was I beat the last side quest and then the trophy never popped. So I was like, okay, I'll just beat the game. Mm. I beat the game and I looked through the trophy list. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but I did not see a damn trophy concerning that and I am so mad about it because mm. I wasted all that time instead of just rushing through the game. Not even a cool sword? I, mean, I did, get a, cool, I did uh. get a cool sword. I spent a little bit of time getting the cool sword. Um, you do get a cool sword if you do like the special side quests and everything with the blacksmith. Um, so that was worth it. Yeah, that's, well, that, that's um, one side quest, but you need something for all of them. Yeah, you really don't get much rewards. Like, mm. I, I was pretty much set in my ways for the like, type of jewelry and like my attributes and everything, the icons. Um, this podcast is not about Final Fantasy uh, 16. Not this episode. Probably never, because it's too long. It's too long. But we're on the Ruck the Fools. Uh, right, yeah, exactly. Uh, Thank you. So we can go on tangents. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, that was very meta of you. Mm. Ooh, look at you. But yeah, like I said, with our overall format for the podcast, we are essentially just kind of going to go at our own pace at this point. We're not going to be um, going month by month. You know, we wasted a whole episode with that. No, we didn't. We kind of like no, the, we didn't. the last little bit. We kind of did. You know? <laughs> nah, nah. It was it was a learning opportunity. We learned that we were idiots. <laughs> All right. Well, now I'm kind of gone over this traumatic experience of poor planning. I need a drink. Yes, Preston. Let's crack these bad boys open. Uh, we did not bring our beers here, so, you know... Just, just, One just, moment! Uh, 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 let's get ready to crack these open. In three, two, one. Ooh. Always good. Didn't get a lot of, uh... Pss, but, you know, it's... Thought it was perfect. Yeah. Okay. Taste them. <sighs> what are you uh, drinking, Will? Uh, ooh, I'll go first this time. So, I'm drinking the Blind Pirate, which is a blood orange IPA. From Monday Night Brewing, which is uh, brewed in Atlanta, Georgia. Cool. So I went a little different, got outside of um, Alabama and everything. I uh, wanted to try something different. What do you give it? Oh, God. I need another sip. You know, I get more IPA, and I love IPAs. Mm. But this one, it's like, it's just not hitting it for me. It's, Ooh, it's okay. like, you know, like... It's a, it's a good flavor. Maybe if I drink more of it, maybe I'll get over that that taste. I mean, it's it's a it's an okay IPA. Um, the blood orange kind of makes it a little bitter. I was mm. kind of, I was kind of expecting a little bit more of a sweet taste to it. I'll give it like a I'll give it a six out of ten. Mm. It's 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 fine. I probably won't get it again. Packaging's cool. It looks like some squids on here. Some evil squids. Let's brew with blonde oranges. That's probably what the bitterness is coming from. Well, it's seven point four percent, so I'm sure it's going to taste a lot better. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I feel great. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you what do you drink, Preston? Uh, I went the exact opposite of you. I th- I got something uh, from Gadsden last time, so I went to find something in Huntsville, and it took like twenty minutes to figure out what I wanted to get. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went with Yellowhammer Brewery, and what am I doing? What is this? The uh, Belgian White. Huh. I like it. I mean, I like I like the whites, the uh, and all that stuff. So it's it's good. I like mm-hmm. it. That's good. Uh, what would you rate it? What did I get the last one? I think you get the brown, brown ale like an seven. Did you give it a seven? Seven or eight? Probably. I feel like it was an eight. This one gets an eight. Eight too. Ooh. Actually, no. Let's do a seven because I think I like the other one a little better. Okay. There you go. This one has it's a little little hoppy, mm. but I like it. Yeah. It's got a nice good. Oh, actually, there's it. There's. I don't know what I'm talking about when I come to <laughs> beer, apparently. Apparently, this one's really low on hops. Oh. 
Hey. I like it though. Okay, I was about to say we're looking bad for our beer knowledge for our beer podcast. We'll get better. Mm. Okay. All right. Now that we're feeling a little bit loosey goosey, let's keep it going with our question of the day. Mm. Segment music. Segment music. <laughs> Come on. What's the segment music? <laughs> Press it. Where are you? Why? Why do I hire you? What's the point of having you on? I'm scared. Do I'm scared. it. Do it. <laughs> wow! I can just do it myself. God, here's the question of the day, everybody. Why do I hire Preston? <laughs> Gonna cut my pay in half. Jesus. I forgot to mute this. Great, everything's falling apart. When is your favorite time to game? Favorite time? Yes. Um, well, you know, I work, I work full time, so, you know, I don't, I don't wake up early to game or anything, but usually if I'm playing on a week weekday, you know, kind of after all my fatherly duties are done, you know, we, we can all kind of wind down. We kind of have like a golden hour to, uh, that my whole family will wind down and we all just kind of relax and leave uh, you the hell alone. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Yeah, I didn't say no. that. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is in the room. So uh, I mean, no, I mean, Play with your family in the video game. <laughs> hey, maybe I'll play with my daughter one day. I don't know. Oh. But then on the uh, on the weekends, if I have my my perfect or like my, you know, just a, a good weekend, usually I wake up and I'll play a game or something while I wake up till about eleven o'clock, mm -hmm. and then after that I'll start doing stuff. But okay. some not all days, but yeah, um, yeah, doing it as a, as a full time employee as well. I also you know tend to just kind of. Play video games for the tail end of my night uh, after mm -hmm. spending some quality time with my family and everything, and they leave me the hell alone. Um, I don't care if my wife's in the room. <laughs> but um, quiet time, alone time. Yeah, but um, I think in general I like playing at night mostly. I don't know what it is like. I, I kind of equate it to what, what when would I want to be at a video game? Do I want to be at it in the morning or do I want to be at night? Now I, there's something about the nights. You know, it's nice and dark. You know, it's that's the, whole, the last thing I do in the day. The whole world is asleep. The whole like. world is asleep except for me. Mm -hmm. you know? uh, like I, know, I just kind of prefer playing video games. And I, I, if I could, I could game all day. I've had, you know, when I was uh, in high school, I remember it was a couple of days after Christmas, and I rented Gears of War 2. Played it all in one day. Ooh, I, yeah. I remember having a, a, a binge session of the Gears mm -hmm. of War franchise. God. I remember so, it very, very, very fondly. It also reminds me of uh, the time that we beat... Halo Four oh, in one yeah. sitting in the like the in one night <clears throat> uh, that was insane. Your roommates made fun of us. Ah, it's fine. We we were having fun. I remember that. I was wondering when this would come up. But yeah, we we whenever Halo Four came out, mm -hmm. Will came over to my apartment and we uh, beat the entire Halo Four uh, campaign in one sitting. Which may not sound like a crazy feat, but it was it was a it was a very uh, it was a very fond memory. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. In my opinion, you know, I was hanging out with my friend, but, you know, I guess he doesn't think it's an incredible feat. This is why I'm firing him. Incredible feat? I said fond memory. Oh, you said fond memory? What? I think you said some before. It was like, you said it's not an incredible feat. I don't, you know, what, I don't know what are I you, said. Are you not in the feat? <clears throat> Have you not seen my uh, OnlyFeet account? There's an OnlyFeet? <laughs> <laughs> I know a feat finder. <laughs> oh, feat finder. Don't ask, don't ask me how I know about feet I was about to say, how do you know that? Dark web. Stay off of it. Um... <laughs> well, this this segment really got away from us really fast. <laughs> well, Preston, enough stalling. Daddy's ready to talk some. Sh I mean, gossip, gossip. I'm ready to talk gossip some gossip. Hard. It's the same thing, just you know, 
the shitting hour sounds worse than the gossiping hour. I might take that out. Why did I say that? Who will let me produce? This <laughs> well, is uh, leave it to the editor. Leave, who? I'm the editor. <laughs> I'm making more work for myself. Um. Anyways, we're feeling sassy. You know who, who says we're, that? We're, we're, we're feeling some, feel like a like, silly little goose right now. So, what's going on in the news? So, I'm first going to start off with our first story, which was posted by Rebecca Valentine at IGN. Star Wars Jedi uh, Survivor is in early stages of development for PS4 and Xbox One. I'm going to read the whole story, so buckle up, Buttercup. It's not a long story. I'll sip on my beer then. There you go. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is coming to an even more consoles, but we're not talking about the Nintendo Switch or some unannounced next-gen thing. Instead, Respawn is working on dedicated versions for last-gen systems, the Xbox One, and PS4. Kind of going backwards, it would seem like that. That was me. <laughs> I liked your degeneration. Yeah, degen. Yeah, degens. Degens essentially um, announced today. Degenerates, which was August first uh, during EA's earning call. The publisher revealed that Respawn is in the early stages of development to bring Jedi Survivor to PS4 and Xbox One. Of course, it's not abandoning the current gen either. Additional performance improvements for PC, PlayStation Five, and Xbox Series X and S remains a top priority at Respawn, and the team will share more information as soon as the next update is ready, the publisher said in a statement. You know, I'm glad they're doing that because there's still a litany of issues. It's been a while since I've played, mm-hmm. like, an updated version of Jedi Survivor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember there were, like, I didn't have a lot of issues with no, it. Was, no, I think a lot of it was, like, the biggest one I can remember was I was trying to get a chest in the water, and he just kind of, Cal just kind of floated there for a little bit. Oh, yeah, this is kind of this, this is a little little sucky stuff. I can't I can't remember. I didn't. I ran into a few bugs, but I was I was loving the game so much that mm-hmm. I it, I was I'm not very sensitive to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Especially on a, I'm, I mean, it kind of depends. People are more sensitive to that than others. But I, the only issue I really got was frame uh, frame rate drops in, on Kobo. The, yeah. <clears throat> so I'd be interested how how the PS4 can handle that. Ooh, yeah. That's that, that's an, you would think it, it's not going to do it that well. I think they're going to have to like downgrade the whole game as yeah. a whole. Yeah. Um, I remember when Fallen Order came out, I, I played it first on the PS4 mm-hmm. and that, that it was chugging. I had a, I had a, I had a vanilla or base uh, PS4. I didn't yeah. have a pro or anything. So I remember it had, it had it had issues. So I'd be curious how well they optimize it. Right. Well, while many games are still developed with both generations in mind, more and more AAA games in particular are opting to stick with the current gen as adoption rates on PS5 and Xbox Series consoles rise. However, the huge attach rate for the PS4 in particular makes it difficult for most games to fully skip. Since before launch, fans have believed that Jedi Survivor would be fully current-gen despite its predecessor, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, launching cross-gen. So this news may be a welcome surprise for Star Wars fans who haven't purchased the latest consoles yet. Hey, maybe this means we'll get Jedi Survivor on Nintendo consoles too. If the rumored next-gen Switch arrives as expected, which I don't know if you know about this, Preston. That, I, that I, you said that, and it completely went over my head. Or like, a, I didn't realize that the Switch was getting a new generation. Uh, yeah, I think one of the articles said it was going to be second half of 2024. Oh. Which you know I'm here for. Uh, I think in the article I read though, it said uh, which some people were like upset about this. I don't really give a shit, you know. Um, that the screen, the portable screen, is going to be LCD and not OLED. Um, Isn't there an OLED there uh, is. switch? Yeah. Will which, they just give you an option? No. The, uh, from what the rumors are that like you don't have the option for uh, oh. Nintendo Switch Two. We don't even know if it's going to be called the Switch Two. Um, it's just like the next iteration of the Switch, which I would hope it's a Nintendo Switch Two because that console's been out for like seven years at this point. Yeah. They're, is it their top selling yet? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's third. Has it passed Wii? I, I would think it's got to. It's <coughs> sounds really well. Ever since COVID, really started like yeah. kicked off essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think just a more a beefier Switch would be a good thing. Yeah, I feel like that's not Nintendo's game essentially. Right. Yeah. Like, I think the Switch has done really well, just like in terms of the games that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, this is getting, really getting away from Star Wars and everything. Uh, this is a Nintendo Switch podcast now. This is our podcast. This we can our, do what we want. Yeah, yeah. Rock the fuels. <laughs> um, but I really like the Switch games. I think they're all like powerhouses. Like all the, like their mainline stuff, like Metroid, Mario Odyssey, Legend of Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Those are like solid, solid games uh, in general. But yeah, what do you, what do you think about the PS4 and Xbox One? Getting their own Jedi Survivor. I know we kind of I think that's uh, we kind of talked about, but I think it's really cool, for, especially for people that have not been able to get uh, their hands on the latest generation. I yeah. think the supply chain issues have gotten better, but you know, you know, some people just upgrade when they can, and not everybody has a opportunity to. That's true. So you know, being able to let everybody play the latest and greatest games, I think is fantastic. Yeah, I know. I, I agree with you on that. I think it's a bit weird that they're doing it now when it should have been. Probably released at the same time the PS5 and Xbox XS stuff yeah. came out. Okay, we're back after some technical difficulties. Not really difficulties. Uh, the weather's just very scary, and Preston wanted me to hold him. I'm, I'm, I had to cover my ears. I, sh- I, I shrugged his beard and told him, like, it's going to be okay, baby. We're all dead. Papa Wilson's going to get you through this. Oh, um, oh, another story I wanted to talk about. Did, did you ever hear about the game uh, The Last Hope on Nintendo Switch? The Last Hope? Yeah. No. It's- it's a ripoff of The Last of Us. Oh my, that's the... And it's the worst thing I've ever oh seen my in my gosh. life. It's basically like the guy who, I, don't, I can't remember his name, it's not Joel, but it's like something very similar to it. He essentially, <laughs> like, he gets sent forward in time by the government to figure out the causes for a zombie outbreak. Mm. And he meets a girl named Eva or <laughs> something like that. So Jake Eva, and Eva. Uh, <laughs> and, and basically is like trying to escort her across the city. I got some oh images gosh. pulled up, but it is terrible looking. Uh, for the Switch, you said? For the Switch. But guess but what? They're not even trying to hide it. No, but it's been taken off the Nintendo eShop I'm because um, Sony kind of like, I think they did like a copyright issue essentially where they had to remove it. So it's no it's longer like- on the Nintendo eShop. Any videos or reviews have been removed from YouTube. Wow. And like only thing you can see is really the articles about it. It's um, like a cease and desist. A cease and desist essentially. And even the publisher is like saying, Yeah, no, we don't we know what you're talking about. No, <laughs> this is completely our own IP. <laughs> <laughs> For those who are wondering about this, where you can read about it, you can go to destructoid.com. You can also go to IGN, but I pulled it from destructoid.com. The article is The Last of Us Clone, The Last Hope. It's taken off the Nintendo eShop. Uh, it's by Andrew Heaton. And then for my last one to talk about, a little kind of feel-goody story, and one that kind of just like, I feel like we all need some good news in our life, is Post Malone buying the one uh, the one ring matching the gathering card for $2.6 million. So I, I when I first saw this, I saw it on TikTok, where the guy was essentially like giving him the card. He's like, yeah, I'll buy this. And they're like, did you know that Post Malone is a huge mag- Magic the Gathering I, guy? I, f- I found that out after the after the fact. It's the Lord of the... Or did you already say that? The, the One Ring? Yeah, the One Ring, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And, like, I haven't necessarily been following the story, like, tremendously. Okay, so we're just kind of going to... We're recording it in a monsoon right now, so we're just kind of... We're going to roll with this. <laughs> roll hear, with it. If you hear a little bit of noise, uh, it's like, well, you know, deal with it. 
it's, it's vibey. It's 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 an ambiance. This is the world trying to tell us you know, not the podcast. You know, some people actually like put in these sound effects, but you know, this is the real thing. Uh, where's the thunder? I'm sure it's coming. Boom! Uh, this is why you're the sound effects guy, Preston. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, like we we're talking about, uh, you know, post, it's just a good, good kind of. Good feely kind of story. Post Malone just buying buying this guy. Um, uh, he bought the guy's uh, the one ring card, and you know that's essentially that card changed that guy's life for two point wow. six million dollars. How many is that? The only card that the only one. Wow, it's the most most rare Magic the Gathering card. And honestly, if I had that card, I would no, I'd probably sell it. I was gonna say I would, I would hold on. To I could it. I could do a lot with two point six million dollars. Yeah. Do you do you play Magic the Gathering? No, I do not. I've never played it's it. It's got some rules. Got a lot. There's a lot to it. Yeah. It's the uh, the original pay to win. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, paywalls. <laughs> well, that's not the right one. Uh, we're good. All right. So, I feel like that's kind of a good gossiping hour. Yeah. Well, Preston, I'm sick about talking about other people's business. It's time we got down to the root of it all. That's right. <clears throat> Only you can prevent forest fires. Except in Firewatch. It has the word fire in it. Smokey the Bear would have had a panic attack playing this game, in my yes, opinion. Yes, he would have. Oh, God. So, we're going to our next segment, which we call Game Time. Game Time. Bitty, <laughs> bitty. I'm firing you. This, this is ridiculous. You're, you, you, I'm not. I'm your not LinkedIn using... profile said you can do sounds. <laughs> what, what sounds are I lied. Make? What sounds are I lied. Make? We need Jose. That's what a raccoon makes. <laughs> You can't, you can't judge me because you don't know what a raccoon sounds like. That's what a raccoon sounds like. Anywho, that will be the game time. The, rain, the weather has a lot to say today. so cozy, right? It's, yeah. It is. I'm what? not scared at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, going into game time, this is essentially our brand new segment. Last time we decided the games, now we're talking about the games. Uh, do you think I'd come up with a better segment idea other than game time? But you know what? I, I'm I'm the doctor in the situation. It's my podcast, so you can, you know, you can piss off, please. Thank you. His his hired help. He can't get any, can't get good work. Nope, nope. God, I, I am a worthless piece of crap. Mm. If you ask me. Anyways, let's give you a little bit more information behind the game called Firewatch. Um, stolen directly from their Firewatch wiki because I'm too lazy and uneducated to write a con- concise summary. Firewatch is a mystery set in the Wyoming wilderness where your only emotional lifeline is the other person on the other end of the handheld radio. In Firewatch, you play as a man named Henry who has retreated from his messy life to work as a fire lookout in the Wyoming wilderness. Perched high atop a mountain, it's your job to look for smoke and keep the wilderness safe. An especially hot and dry summer (laughs) has everyone on edge. Your supervisor, a woman named Delilah, is available to you at all times over a small handheld radio and is your only contact with the world you've left behind. But when something strange draws you out of your lookout tower and into the world, you'll explore a wild and unknown environment, facing questions, making inter- interpersonal choices that can build or destroy the only meaningful relationship you have. Now, Firewatch was released back in February of 2016 and is developed by Camp Santo. Camp Santo, the actual de- developer, is a Washington-based company. Hey, I got married there! Founded in 2013. It's had a relatively short history with its first major release being Firewatch back in 2016, but also a couple years later it was acquired by Valve in 2018. For those of you who don't know, which if you're a gamer and you're just now listening to this and you don't know who Valve is, Valve owns Steam essentially and developed Half-Life 1 and 2. Still waiting on 3. 3 has not been confirmed yet, nor will it ever be. I've mm-hmm. given up hope on that. I've never played the Half-Life games, but I've given up hope. Currently, it's the only other, the only other game that the developer has in development is a Valve game known as in the Valley of the Gods, and based on screenshot, I've heard of that. Yeah, uh, 
I think it was announced back in 2019, looking at my notes. Uh, yeah, back in 2019. And they took people away to work on other games, such as Half-Life mm. Alex. So it's still kind of like in development hell or limbo. But no, getting some facts about the game. It has a Steam score of 9 out of 10 with a Metacritic score of 81 with a user score of 7.2 out of 10. Steam estimates that Firewatch has made roughly $22 million in revenue, which is pretty good, especially considering good. the game is $20. It's an indie game. Yeah, for uh, five. What? I got it for five. Oh, I, you know, I missed the sale, Preston. Thanks for reminding me. I told you at the end of the podcast. You did. You did. You mm. did. I'm not, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm saying <laughs> I'm an idiot. But the game has won a number of awards, such as Best 3D Visual Experience, Best Indie Game of 2016 at the Golden Joystick Awards, Best Narrative of 2017 at the Game Developer Choice Awards, and some even more. Actually, I think there's just one more. I think it was just a handful of awards, but still, those are pretty big titles. Pretty impressive. Absolutely. Now, looking to the actual fun facts of the game, this one's not so fun. Um, this game was review-bombed following the PewDiePie incident of 2017 while he was playing PUBG. Was where, he, where he was on the bridge? Yeah, that one. Why, why, why is... I don't understand that. Why so, did it get review bombed? So the developers essentially said they kind of announced PewDiePie saying he sucked, and then his. Uh, I don't think PewDiePie told him to go do that, but you know how fans can be toxic. Right. Essentially, like what our fans are going to do to us and review bomb us one day. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you're never going to deny it. <laughs> well, we won't do a live stream then. But you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a very nice word he said. So you know, no, no, it's, I mean, it's like no, I, w- I would have done the same thing. I, I think it's justified, not the review bombing, but denouncing PewDiePie. Right. But um, yeah, uh, if you if you review bomb, you're a, you're a loser. Yeah. You're a loser, as Hank Hill would call people. Loser. Um, additionally, Ford apparently used a similar advertisement or something along those lines in their marketing that looked like a Firewatch. There was no connection. Um, I think Camp Santo did a cease and desist or something like that. I don't know. I can't remember huh, exact details. Uh, my job as a as a developer or producer for this podcast was to look more into it, and I didn't do that. You know, so sue me. I don't, I don't give a shit what you think. You're not my dad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're not my dad. A really fun fact: you can name a turtle in the game and name him Turt Reynolds. Did you know there was a turtle in the game? No. I missed it. I missed it. Yeah, because I, I, I was like, I was going to beat this game. I didn't, I didn't explore. There's a turtle. I missed the turtle. Yeah, it, you can call it Turt Reynolds or some other name, but Turt Reynolds. Yeah, no. Well, I, I'm, a, I'm a chronic explorer, so I'm surprised I missed it's, that. It's a, it's a big map. It's, it's, so that's understandable. And additionally, there's an alternate ending to the game. I was wondering. I got my ending, but I was like, this is going in. We'll, we'll talk about so, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But enough with the numbers, you nerds. I'm talking to Preston specifically. Hey. hey. Uh, what was your overall spoiler-free impression of Firewatch, Preston? Spoiler-free impression? I, I I loved it. It was a it was a good, you know, just experience from start. It was a, it was a good, just easily digestible, mm-hmm. like you can finish it pretty quickly. I think I got like six, six hours out of it. Yeah. And apparently that's on the slower side. Some people finish it in four, and yeah, things like that. So it's it's a very it's a gripping story that kind of keeps you like, hmm, what's going on? But I I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. But I so I first was introduced to Firewatch back in probably when it came out twenty sixteen. So mm-hmm. I watched the Let's Play of it. Oh, okay. but I remember watching. It, I was like, I I was also gripped. It was a good mystery. I was like, I'm hooked the entire time. Mm-hmm. But it's been a <sighs> seven years since right. I probably watched it so I forgot a lot, got of a lot of stuff I, I was like okay this is what it's going to be like and then it ended up not being at all what I thought so it gets a twist towards the end which we'll talk more about that later but it was just like oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I was curious about how many rabbit holes like how how much you could, you're it's, you're like, it's very heavily decision based absolutely so um, how much do your decisions actually impact the story 
I don't think it, in from what I read, I don't think it, it will end the ending. So what the alternate ending I was telling you about, that's one decision that you can make in that moment. Mm. And, I, and we'll get into more of it later when we get to towards the ending. I, I think basically like you still the ending that you and me both got, I think there's only that's the one true ending. But I think the decisions you make impact your relationship with Delilah throughout the world. Yes. That's which like uh, that's a thirsty girl right there. She is. She's God. <laughs> She's also drunk. <laughs> but I mean, uh, we can get into like the overall themes with it. And um, yeah, like like you, I I was on the slower side of beating the game. I I spent about probably five and a half hours on it. That was primarily because I was kind of I was zooming through it. Um, I was kind of like only concerned with the objective. But I was taking notes throughout the whole my whole entire time. So I like get through a day, pause, type down my notes, and something new can happen. I would write down my notes as well. You know, let's kind of let's get into the actual story of it. You know, let's do it. This is what the whole our whole book club is about. Our video game book club podcast. So let's talk about the beginning. So in the beginning, obviously, we have Henry kind of showing up to the woods and everything in Wyoming. But what, before, well, we're missing the uh, like the text based stuff. I was getting to that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dude, damn. <laughs> God. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're missing. Well, now that every okay, maybe you should talk about the text based <laughs> stuff then. God. I do nothing this damn podcast. Sorry, go, Preston. <laughs> do your script. Uh, no, I, I like the. It opens up with like a like almost like a text based game. I thought it was like kind of like that. I was like, is this all? It's like, is it going to be text based? I mean, that seems pretty cool because I saw nothing about it mm-hmm. until Will uh, like said, "Let's play it." So I said, "All right." I just went in blind, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, the story is really great. The the background music while the all the text is going on and while you're making these decisions, I thought the the uh, background music was great, and the story was really gripping. It's a his it's it's a heartbreaker because his uh, Henry's wife is diagnosed with dementia mm-hmm. at 41, yeah. which is brutal. It's like early onset, and everything. yeah, early yeah. onset. So they're scared, they don't know what to do. So you kind of got to make decisions about what you're gonna do, and then they like they get a dog, bucket, bucket. Wait, what'd you name it? Oh, what an, I didn't. Make- Nick notes. I got what kind of dog did you? Get? I got I got the beagle. I got the beagle too. Yeah, I, that's what that's what my wife wanted. That's right. Not that wife. The video game Julia. <laughs> video game wife. She no, she, not, she not her. Don't look do, at her. Do you, know anything, do you know anything about the dog? Bucket. No. Yeah. Yeah. My video game wife. Not my real wife. I who forgot I what through. I named it. I feel bad. I, I, I think maybe Bucket. Yeah. I mean, maybe, it's a great that name. Was a, that, was, that yeah. was a good name. I think like one of the most devastating parts about that, other than Julia getting you know early onset dementia and everything, mm-hmm. uh, was someone kicked Bucket, so I beat the shit out of the guy. Right, that's yeah. an easy decision, that's <laughs> an easy one. The 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 uh, the difficult question is, did you send her to a home? What did I do? I think she, no, she went. No, I did not. <laughs> yeah, I did send her back. I, said, I put her ass in a home. I man. did too. <laughs> I ain't taking care of her. I'm going to the woods, <laughs> baby. I just want you to know, I would not actually do that. I just kind of want to be a villain for a little while. I'd put you in a home. In <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> another another important decision you got to make in the beginning. Um, what pose did you put Ooh. for the picture? <laughs> I think I was pretty manly in the pose. I was Victoria's Secret for sure. Ooh. Yeah. What? So, <laughs> what's your? So you didn't know about the picture coming? No. <laughs> what did you think when you got the picture? <laughs> when I actually saw it in her. Uh, yeah. In her, I was like, oh, I look pretty good. <laughs> for those who don't know, you get the decision where like Julia draws Henry. And you get to do either a manly pose or a Victoria's Secret pose. Um, they don't give you a lot of details other than that, but then you get into, like, you get to see what that picture was, and it's just Henry in the nude. In the nude? <laughs> oh 
Wait, what? You didn't get that? <laughs> no, because I did the manly one. I didn't see it. Oh, I saw I saw a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it a was dick. Just that. I thought it was for everybody. Oh, my. Oh. Wow. I okay. didn't see Henry's dick. <laughs> okay, well, anywho. So you, you do all this while you're kind of like, Henry's hiking his way up into um, his Firewatch lookout and everything. So that, that first day is pretty tame. Um, you go and bust some uh, some teenage girls who are drinking shit off fireworks. Yeah, teen little shit asses. She, oh, that's good. That's a good note right there. Yeah, who are naked, naked as crap. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't see no boobies. You see plenty of dicks in this game. No boobies. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Um, Unfair. <laughs> yeah, it's just so you go through that whole interaction where they're like, you know, just drunk idiots and kind of blaming you for nothing. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of go, and then we hike back and, you know, get to your lookout. At that point, it's nighttime and everything. The game's, first off, gorgeous. It's like, mm-hmm. I love the art style. Oh, yeah. But also, the way, like, time would kind of, like, it would just creep up on you. Like, all of a sudden, oh, it's dark. It's like, when did this happen? Mm-hmm. It's, like, just like, it's like the day getting away from you. But then, like, the, that day ends with vandalism. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I, in my notes, I said, day one, boobies, vandalism, and mystery. <laughs> mystery. <laughs> Yeah, and like you get introduced to Delilah, who is your supervisor, and you're having like these really like kind of real conversations. Sounds like you're actually talking with a real person, right? Like Something that's scripted. Yeah, so. she'll, she'll say something. You have a list of dialogue options yeah. about what you want to say back to her. Some of it can be, you know, at some point she'll ask about your wife, and you can either choose to deflect or actually yeah. go into it. So you, th- those kind of decisions are what you yeah. make. Um, what do you think about the uh, overheard uh, conversation oh, for, that, on day so one? I thought that was was that day one or was it day two? I can't remember. I have a first day going missing, so I, I that was a overheard conversation. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that was like I, I I was so like sketched out by that. I was mm-hmm. like I just chose to ignore it though. Yeah, no, I, I, I chose to ignore it, and I was like uh, maybe this will be revealed later on. But I thought it was super sketchy at first. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. Yeah, it's like you're just kind of like weird. You know, are, you, are you being stupid right now? Your your mic's on, the idiot, stupid mm-hmm. Delilah, you moron. Yeah, get into day two. Day two, you're still kind of going about your normal business. Um, we see like a plume of smoke out in the background. So you go, the whole, the major emphasis of that day, no, first off, you go to report, Delilah was going to report the teens, right? Mm-hmm. And then the comm link was cut. I think so, yeah. And I think the assumption was that the girls did it because, you know, they vandalized my oh, house, yeah. our house. And so I was like, these goddamn teenagers, youths, are the worst. Youths. And, um, you know, it's kind of going back to see the comm link and everything. I was like, that's a little extreme for drunk teenagers to go do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we get to their tent, and he's kind of like destroyed. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts when you got when we got to that? <clears throat> kind of weird, but I didn't really think too much that. Um, well, I don't know what did I think. I remember she was like, "Hmm, it's a little weird. I'm wondering mm-hmm. what's going on here." I thought it was a uh, no. Like I, I thought like, they, they were attacked by a bear, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. was like, and they, but they left that note saying they were blaming us for like her harassing. That's them. right. Yeah. That's right. Which I thought. Something bad happens to you, but um, <laughs> it's so, bad for something not to happen to you out here in the wilderness. <laughs> cell service. I had a note in here that said, like, I just really enjoyed the simple conversations I had with uh, Delilah. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, it's like it was very real to me. It felt like a very real conversation. Yeah, the her. voice actors did a phenomenal job. Yeah, of just uh, like keeping it, you know, the tone, just like really gripping and mm-hmm. I was like mm, what's going to happen next and then you just kind of hear the casual banter mm-hmm. and then you hear other things that are progressing the story yeah so it kind of made it feel more real and yeah lived in we'll kind of fast forward for these next couple of days because it's kind of like kind of 
Yeah, you go through a little boring. Him, him getting settled in. Yeah, uh, he's, one was him eating a sandwich. Favorite part of the game, mm-hmm. eating a sandwich. Yep, that's how that's how I want to die. Eating a sandwich. Did you eat the uh, granola bar? Whenever she said that's probably going to give you food poisoning. That was an option. No, I didn't know yeah, about I that. I ate it. I didn't know it was a granola yeah, bar. Henry was hungry. I picked up a poop thing. Uh, the little shovel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It, I yeah. picked it up mid conversation. He's like, "All right, I picked it up." And I was like, "That's probably used for poop." <laughs> <laughs> that's in the. That's in another day. While like you know, it's very like you know, kind of boring. Him just kind of like getting things together. Delilah hitting on him. That's what I really want to talk about. Was Delilah like being thirsty? She's for, very. She's very. Head <laughs> she was being very subliminal. My God, like um, it was that it was that one question. It's like, I oh, gosh, I really wish I was over there and get the options. Like, yeah, I, I, I remember. I was like, Ugh. I was like, what was it? Like, I, like, I asked her, what would you do? <laughs> <laughs> what would, what would I was encouraging do? Henry. <laughs> so the man's gonna get some. <laughs> yeah. He's a married spud. <laughs> he can't be doing that. Oh, that was during when the so. All the day, this is that's a day sixty four when we had that conversation with mm-hmm. her. But during that, that's when a fire erupted. What right. you, do you remember? What you named the fire? I named it the flapjack. Fire. Oh, dude, same, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> fire. I was like flapjack fire, baby. <laughs> and then I had a note, and he was like, "I definitely hit on Delilah, and she did nothing." That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All words. Yeah. <laughs> she, I was like, oh, dude, she totally wants Henry. Absolutely. She did, but I, I, just, I, I felt guilty about putting my wife in a home, so I just, I just kind of, I kept her at arm's length. I was like, hold on, Delilah, I'm married. Well, we, we kind of went about that too. Yeah, different we ways. went about too. This is look, she's not paying attention to me. Anyways, <laughs> I did it for Henry. I'm trying to score for my man. <laughs> Anywho, um, we get to okay, so we get to day seventy six. That's a midpoint. That's kind of when things get crazy mm-hmm. almost um, where, you, where you take your fishing pole and you do not go fishing he's going illegally fishing no i i wanted to i wanted to fish i was gonna spend like an hour fishing and then they just put down the fishing pole and then get hit in the head uh, my note in there was assault i was assaulted <laughs> but like i think like what i said for it set the scene for everybody you essentially find a notepad with your, I think it was your conversation with Delilah. or Every someone. single conversation. Yeah, so it's like, oh God, they listen to our phone sex. That's not good. <laughs> I'm like that. I had the phone sex conversation. You did not have the phone sex conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, this, this this podcast really turned R-rated, huh? My experience was R-rated. Yours was not. I got, mine, mine was PG. I, I saw dicks. <laughs> I saw dicks and we had, I had phone sex. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> but then, I played a completely different game. <laughs> Maybe you did have a different idea. <laughs> so what happened? Why Henry got knocked out? He found a walkie-talkie. Then also he just gets bludgeoned in the back of the mm-hmm. head. So you're kind of like, what the hell? And then as as you kind of like continue on, you find this fence in the middle of the woods. Which mm-hmm. kinda, this is more sus. This is getting more, more, more sus. sus throughout the day. And so a lot of it was like you know we had to report what that fence was and everything. So mm-hmm. I think our, the next move that we had to go to do was find the firefighters who. Right. We're controlling the Flapjack Fire. Such a cool name. That is, that's a, cool. that's it, a phenomenal name. Even though Flapjack stands for idiot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's that stupid fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, one thing I, I noted in here, which I thought was like, this is probably me being too too much into the nitty gritty of it all, but when you walk from this like beautiful forest in through the uh, the burn, the burn line and whatever, mm-hmm. is you have this transition. To me, I was like, okay, this is where we're kind of getting into a more serious tone of the game. Right. You just got assaulted. Um, I'm suing for sure. Mm-hmm. And now you're kind of going to explore and you have all this dead stuff and everything. It's like, okay, now it's kind of like, this is getting a little bit creepy and everything. So I, th- I, I interpret that as like, that's the midpoint of this game. Yeah. 
where everything's getting much more serious. The tone shift. Absolutely. <laughs> I have a note in here. So there's also cash boxes you can go, go into to get other cool stuff and everything and update your map. I'm so grateful that the code was the same. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. All throughout. That was great. But the fact that uh, when you get there, there's no firefighters. So I'm just like, well, what, mm-hmm. what do we pay them for? Pay yeah, them. man, the fire's still going on too, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. It's gone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Did you see the snowmobiles? No, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> I, I got to the snowmobiles, and I thought that was going to play more of a, a part in the story. That maybe like escape and yeah, everything. Did, yeah. I think they just talked away. It's like, oh, yeah, it's, I can't remember what like, this is. It's casual, like, like hundreds of dollars worth of, like, no, it's probably thousands of dollars. Yeah. yeah it was, it was I was like, there's just snowmobiles in here. It's like, that's strange. I thought that would play more of a part, but yeah. But, you know, while you're at the fire, uh, the fire fire's campsite and everything, you steal an axe. I'm like, I'm ready to kill people. Did not kill anybody. I'm on my way to go. I only used it to clear brush. <laughs> so lame. But um, with your poop shovel. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's where we discovered the poop shovel. Um, did not did not keep it. A little sad about that. Mm. Could have used that for later. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so at the end of the day, when you're kind of heading back and everything, Delilah goes, "Was this you?" And she plays back a recording. And it's like the, <clears throat> and like something falls. And he's like, that wasn't me. That was not so me. So it's just like, oh God. Like at that point I was like, we're definitely being studied. We're definitely being watched. I'm like, it's just some psych- psychology. Yeah, I thought it was like a Truman Show kind of thing at good, first. Oh, yo, good, good reference. That's, that's, what I, that's what I thought was going on. And I thought, I didn't know if Delilah was in on it. But she was pretty, being pretty genuine. But that was my, I was like, is this like a Truman Show kind of thing? Yeah. But then. Yeah. I still yeah, I still thought Delilah at this point was very much in on it, especially like given the first day when she's talking to yeah, the, like, yeah. this is she's definitely in on this shit. And then you fast forward to the next day and this is where things start to get a little bit creepier, I believe. Delilah's being a little bit more like, Hey, hey, you should go to this cash box and everything. Yeah. Like and Henry's being a big dumb idiot. He's, he's like, like, "What do you mean we're, we're being watched? What's your problem?" Let me spell it out for you a little more. <laughs> so, but then she calls him sweetie. Did you did you hear that one? I think so. I think I got some. I was, I was like, "That's that's weird." It's like, man, she, once again thirsty. Delilah, mm, thirsty. She's probably hitting Call that tequila again. Mm. 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 She got a lot. That, that's another thing we didn't get to really mention it was like why Delilah was out there. Did you get her backstory? Uh, she was off and on with a guy named yeah. jose right mm-hmm. but then that's that's about all i remember about why she was there yeah yeah that's pretty much like she kind of escaped that life i think like she's kind of dealing with some trauma associated with it which may hence the whole like drinking away her problems yeah. constantly being drunk on the job right it's great it's, it's at night so you know, you know you're off the clock right you know you can't see fi- you can't see the fire anyway no yeah, yeah it's fine not during the day during the night that's like when you get to watch it, it's like mm. you know, watch the world burn <laughs> some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. <laughs> um, um or you about to say something i was i had a, i had a thought and i was about to but i lost it Go ahead. yeah suck it and <laughs> i had a note in here that also said smoky the bear must be having a panic attack playing this game once going back to the beginning smoky the bear would hate playing this game he would it, there's you know, way too many forest fires way too many fireworks mm-hmm Way too many fire. I kept confiscating. I kept fighting. I was like, I want to take this for my own. Mm-hmm. Let's set them off later. Um, <laughs> so, Delilah sent you to the, the cash box to get another. Um, and you essentially get there, you get a new walkie talkie that's off the other one. So that way you can have normal conversations. Or as I have in here, yo, new radio, let's get back to the phone sex. 
<laughs> but you know, an inappropriate time so, to do that. So I was confused about the tapped radio thing because, yeah. like, you know, if you have like a, I'm not an expert on walkie talkies, but if you just tune into the same radio or t- same frequency, yeah, as another walkie talkie, you can hear everything. That's why people can do police scanners. You just tune into the same frequency. That's so true. I was like, they tapped it. And I was like, well, they just tuned in the same frequency. We're we're not dealing with like very educated people. We're dealing with people who just like escaped from the world, and yeah. Delilah was drunk all the time too. But, so. <laughs> It's 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 for the plot. Henry Henry yeah, it's for the plot. And Henry he's not he's not the brightest tool in the shed. I don't know what his I don't know what his job is. What was his job? Either. I can't remember. Uh, unemployed. That's what it is. Because he's an idiot. That's another plot device. Also, <laughs> so we get the so essentially we get the we get the radio. Now we're going back to the research site, and we're mm-hmm. essentially going to break in. And I said, time to go do some breaking and entering, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and then. Uh, Delilah's still getting all sketched out and everything, and along the way, I don't know if you got this in there, but Delilah mentioned that she did. So that at one some point the the days leading up to day seventy six, those two teen girls who were nudists, uh, they went missing. Yes, and she did not file a report, and I told yes. her to. And I was like, "You're gonna get me fired." Why didn't you file the report? But they came back up. They, yeah, they yeah. Were spoiler, everybody. This is a spoiler podcast. So if you. That, that was another name I thought of for the podcast. Spoiler, please. Spoilers, please. Like, bitch, please. We can change it. To bitch, please? I'm in. <laughs> but anyways, so we break into the fence and everything after, like, I, I got lost so many times. Mm-hmm. I, following a map? Ridiculous. I, yeah, I, I, had to, I had to pull up the compass and map all the time. Oh, God. I, so I played, on the, I played on my Mac. And so I found out very quickly it's not fun playing on... A, a laptop keyboard and mouse and everything. I, actually, it's funny you mentioned that. I had a similar experience, and I had to like I was gonna use my keyboard and mouse, but yeah. the it was definitely meant to be played on a controller, controller and I went back to controller. Yeah, so I, I I had a pro controller for the Switch, and it said like you can play it on your computer. It's like oh hell yeah, would not work. I was like this is really? cool. Yeah, was, I, but then I, I did some research, and apparently you can only use like an Xbox One controller or a PS4 controller, oh. not PS5. So like, I I plugged that in. Um, was fine. I had a lot more fun playing that. that gotcha. Way. Yeah, I have a Xbox One controller for yeah. my my laptop. Mm-hmm. But um, anywho, did you get stung by the bee? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm delighted. Didn't care. No, she, I just got stung by a bee. I'm glad you're not so allergic. What if I was allergic? Yeah, what if I was allergic? Yeah. I could have died. Delighted. Could have died out here. You could have gone out there and go check it. Then. Mm. God, this is this is where I was starting to get a little less thirsty for Delilah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Calling me sweetie. Mm-hmm. So we, so once you get further into that research site, that's when we discovered the whole tent and everything. Mm-hmm. So what, what were your thoughts when you first saw that? I think it's a lot of high tech stuff just mm-hmm. to be out. And they had to like have positioned it in a place where the fire watch or the uh, fire watches couldn't see it. Yeah. So I, at this point, I was like, so the other they have to be kind of in and be familiar with the area that way they know which areas cannot be seen by the firewall because there were some tall towers and stuff. So yeah. they had to know some inside knowledge about what could and could not be seen. Right. Which yeah, comes up. Yeah. And, um, Oh, good point. Good point. Um, uh, but I, I definitely, th- like I was the same. I was like, this, I definitely thought they were studying us at this point. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, this, I treatment we, show. We as, found headquarters. But then like what kind of like threw me off. was like, okay, they're also have another side project where they're excavating dirt or some crap like that. And I was like, that's a little weird. But then you get there and you discover like the notes, like the transcripts between you and Delilah, and they are essentially being studied as research subjects. So at that point, I was like, "Oh, Delilah's not in on this." Okay, so that's fine. Then you get the beeper and all that stuff. That's a good plot device right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that was just like, okay, this is 
totally sketch and everything. And then you get to the point where Delilah's losing it and she says to burn down the place. Yeah. What, what, what did she do? I was like, burn it. Oh my God. I thought you were a fireworks person. <laughs> it's the opposite of what you should be doing. What did you... Did you did you burn it down or did you say no? No, I said no. Oh, did so you, you burn it? Yeah, no, God, no, no. I'm not, <laughs> listen, man, I'm only in it for the phone sex. I'm not here to encourage arson. Wait, everything. I'm by the rules with everything else. I, I'm trying to be a force ranger, mm-hmm. and so like, I was like, oh, let's let's not do that crazy pants. Yep, know? yep. So, and then we then we left, and then like as you're so leading into it, you had to like, cross a bridge, and the bridge collapsed and everything. I was kind of like, oh, I thought we had to get back there. Oh well. And then you turn, then bam, bam, it's on fire. And I was like, oh, uh, I was like, I was, I was questioning, I was like, who did this? Who did that? It I wasn't think, me. Next, I think in my original playthrough, not playthrough, my the let's play, they chose to like let's set it on fire. Oh, it is yeah. And he sets it on fire. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I, I was confused. I was like, do the researchers do? Maybe they're like they're trying to destroy evidence, like, or I, I thought there somebody was trying to frame them. Yeah, it could have been that too. So I was just kind of like, that was my my. I, I, yeah, that, I think that's a good impression. I, I, interpretation, not impression. Impression's like, here's my impression of Yoshi. Hey, yo, it's <laughs> me, the green lizard. It's <laughs> a great impression, don't you think? That's spot on. Thank you. <laughs> I can't take credit for that. It's TikTok. <laughs> but it's just like, I was I left, I was left wondering, it's like, who who started that fire? Who destroyed the, res- uh, the, the, the research lab and everything? We didn't start the fire. Did you listen to the Fallout Boy version of the song? I did. Fantastic. People, I, that's what I thought. I, Do I, people not like it? I listened to a podcast where they were reading the lyrics and like, it's not about the lyrics. Well, the lyrics is very important, but the mute is catchy. It is. The only glaring omission from that is COVID. There's not a single mention of COVID. It's a pretty glaring Crap omission. song. It's crap it's, song. It's over. I measure time by when COVID happened before and after. Mm-hmm. We're in the after. I only care about the after at this point. Yep. Yeah, so we're, we fast forward a little bit. So we go back to the Firewatch station. It's still day 77, which I was confused. Like, don't miss a day and mm-hmm. everything. And so your thing is beeping and everything. And then you kind of tell Delilah, like, hey, Delilah, it's, it's beeping again. She's like, what beeping thing? You know, she's drunk. Mm. Wow, surprise there, surprise, Delilah. Surprise. God, and, and once again, she's a little thirsty for mm-hmm. old Hen Hen right there. That's my, that was my nickname for Henry. Was Hen Hen? Yeah. Mm, I like it. That's why I imagine Julia named him. We didn't even get to talk about the dream that he had with Julia. Oh, yeah, poor guy. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, essentially, the your beeper goes off in the middle of the night, and you go kind of follow it, and it leads you to where you find the keys to this cave. And you got, you, you go through this cave. Very mysterious Very mysterious, yeah. That you run into earlier, and you're like, hmm, what's mm-hmm. behind that? I'm sure we'll find out later. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this, is, this is for a later plot. <laughs> But then, um, as you're like, you tell Delilah about the the keys and the backpack and everything. She goes, "Oh, what, what do you mean you found it? I see you're in your watchtower." And I'm like, "Oh shit, someone's oh, there." Oh no! So we we go back and we essentially found like no no vandalism, but we found someone left us a mixtape. Yes, Not it took good. me a couple trips up and down the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What? Is, like, where is he?" I? I, was like, I was like, "I had, I had a." So I was ready to fight, but then I was like, where is... Oh, there's a Walkman. Oh, okay. It was basically like the mixtape framing you and Delilah. Yeah, and they had a recording of Delilah saying, Burn it! Burn it all! Burn it! <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at that. Maybe arson's my like my guilty pleasure. There was a little spark in your eye. All right, everybody. This was the Uncultured Gaming Podcast. Preston's officially fired. <laughs> I'm done. No, that was a good fun. That was a good one. Yeah. Kind of, I was pick, picking up a little bit of speed here. Let's go to day 78, which I believe that's when 
we have the big old um, twist and everything. So we essentially, to kind of frame it for everybody, D is on edge like a mofo right mm-hmm. now. And she's like not trusting us. She's just like, I, did you phone this in? Like someone phoned it. Someone posing as Henry phoned in the other fire and saying Delilah knew all about it. So it's being questioned. So like a lot of trust issues are kind of like collapsing at this point. But you decide like, screw it. I'm going to go see the cave and everything. And when you get there, the the cave, not the cave, I was about to say cave class, but someone locked us in. Mm-hmm. So what did what, you think when that happened? Uh, <clears throat> that remind me of like a Legend of Zelda where they uh, closed the door oh, behind you. I was, I, was ready for, I was ready for the boss battle. But, <laughs> uh, we didn't get that, and that little turd was, we didn't know if there was another exit. I don't know what yeah, his was. I was like, God, this, this, this got serious. Yeah, I didn't I'll know you. Yeah. It's strange. So, and then we kind of get a, we find our way out, but then we kind of like go into this very wholesome moment where we see, run to Brian Goodwin. Um, we didn't run into him. We found his spot where it was like, where you would kind of go off. And for those, we, we kind of, we glossed over that. So throughout this whole story, there are the two previous people, which was Ned and his son, Brian Goodwin, which Brian wasn't supposed to be out there. It was only supposed to be Ned. But Delilah knew and she was okay with it, but she could have gotten in a lot of trouble. But it's basically a father-son duo, and then one day they just kind of like left. So the, the whole assumption is that you know they're just kind of okay, we're going back home. That's it. We kind of we stumbled upon his stuff, and it was like wyverns and wizards. I think it's mm-hmm. what Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, like, that's cool. It's, that's cool, shit. that's cool. He had his own manuals, and he was actually studying like good student. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, no, he like left all his homework, and I was like, man, he must, they must have like got got up and left because he left all his stuff here. I was. I was I was like, ah, this must something must have very, like very much happened with his dad. He's like, we got to get out of here and everything. So you kind of go and then you find like other things to help you like explore caves and everything. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what they're called. Um, like, I won't go. Spl- no, not spelunking. It was, it was it's very much like spelunking related. And yeah. Where you uh, you wedge a, a thing into a crack in the uh, yeah. rock and then you can go down, repel yeah. down from there. So we're out we're out of the cave at this point, and so we go back and get that. Um, did you run into a deer? Did I run into a deer? I think yeah. so. I didn't run into a deer. Not, not, not at the beginning of the game. At this point in the game, wearing a tracker belt. Oh, I don't remember that. I didn't okay, see, I read, I read it online. I was like, oh, I definitely missed that. Yeah. But apparently, like when uh, Henry starts to question, I was like, what kind of research are they doing out here? Anyways, let's get to let's get to the cave part. Mm-hmm. So we go back through the cave. We're going deeper into and Henry's thinking like, it's something out there. There is something in this cave they don't want us to see. And this. This one took me for a surprise, everybody. We get there, and we see under a pile of rocks, it's a body. Mm. And I, I immediately knew what it was. What, what, what were your thoughts when you first saw it? Oh, yeah, I immediately knew. He had the... Um, well, I, I, I knew something was wrong whenever the first time when you got uh, locked in. Yeah. If you look, kind of go around, and you can look to the right, I saw yeah. like a kid's red sneaker. That was. Did you catch that? No. Yeah. But at one point, like when you first get locked in, like you can kind of see down into a, like a, down the hill into the cave, and at one point there's a red sneaker, and I, I and when I, I was like, oh, I think I know what happened. It's just kind of like I, I remember walking up, and I just go, oh no, like oh, it, I literally like put down my controller. I was like, no way. No. It like. Like I said, I did. I did. A, I watched the let's play of this. But you forgot about that. I one? completely forgot. About it. I thought it was a whole government experience. I was like. No freaking way. I just like, it kind of hit me hard. And so we go, and the big twists of it all, that body is Brian Goodwin, everybody. And it's just like, holy crap. 
how what uh, just kind of like wondering what happened was it an accident did his dad kill him mm-hmm. delilah believes that his dad killed him mm-hmm. um I, I sort of encouraged her and i was like he's got to his dad had to have killed yep. him I, I don't think it was it was a um i played devil's nice. advocate on that one yeah absolutely i was like i'm, I'm with you i'm with you d I'm with you baby d yeah my, my notes are just like this is in the moment and it said uh what's this body Oh God! Oh no! Oh no! It's Brian. Wow! This hit me really hard. It really hit me hard. I was Aww. like, I wasn't. I just wasn't expecting it. Well, you're about to have a son. That, so that's it, also it, true. It, it, hits, it probably hits a little different. But it's just like you have that moment. Where you see a lot of stuff, and you're like, you just. I, I didn't even think about it. I was just like, oh, he just left his stuff here. This is cool. This is like nice little background information about him. Oh, but that essentially ends day. Yeah, see, we're on. Oh, where we are on time? We're um, on the last day. So it's time to leave. No, I was looking at your dog. Oh. oh. <laughs> He's like, give me a high five. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um, so it's the last day, and essentially, you know, it's time to leave. The fire, both the research fire and the flapjack fire, baby! Um, they combine to make a super fire, so y'all get the hell out of there. So Henry's packing up stuff and everything, but his thing starts beeping. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, what more is there? I thought, like, are we still being studied? Like, what is this? The mystery is still not solved at this point. So they, well, you, you go, you go there to the next thing, and you find was it a note or was it a, was it a tape? It was a tape. Yeah, you found a tape. Yeah, and that's when you find out the whole reason behind this whole thing. It was Ned's dad. It was Ned, essentially telling you what happened. And his, what did you think when you when you heard that? Because I was like, I don't believe this. Yeah, he's like, I've been studying you so that you wouldn't turn me in, but it was super weird that he never went back and recovered his uh, kid's body. And he's like, it was just an accident, but I closed it up. But it was just an accident. And he didn't want to like, he didn't want to go through the trouble of explaining to everybody. It was like, well, that's what murderers say. Yeah. And so that was a little strange. What was even stranger is when you like climb up the rope and you go see his whole hideout. His bunker. I was like, oh my god. He'd been here a while. Just like, and you go like looking through his notes and everything. I, I took some time and read everything. I was like, this man's been watching me. Listen to my phone sex conversations with sweet baby D. <laughs> like, the, the audacity of this. He's probably getting off to it. Like, that's just, I feel violated. <laughs> violated. Like, it's insane. So after that, you kind of like you're you're leaving the forest for the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get lost in that final stretch? Because you're essentially starting from the south and going. Yeah, that was a long way. And yeah, but it wasn't wasn't too bad. Yeah, uh, just following the map and like, I spent a lot of time reading the map, just trying to figure out like, okay, I'm right here. I, I move a little bit, check the map. I was like, okay, I'm going the right direction. Yep. And so, but before that, you kind of tell, like, I told D like, go ahead and go. What did you tell her? I told her, I was, at this point, I was like, I just want to see what would happen. And yeah. so I said, all right, wait for me. And so I did the, I did the wait for me. I just wanted to see what would happen. And what happened? She laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I said, <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I, had a, I had a lengthy note for that. I said, um, D, a D left, which I feel bad for Henry because I felt like he had a genuine, he had genuine feelings for her. But he's also married. Seems like each girl he falls for, something happens. Oh, I got to keep with this note. Oh, um, maybe she stays, but we'll see. Shit, I did tell her to go. She had it. She had her out. That bitch. <laughs> so let's see if she stayed. I, and we get there, and same thing for me. She was not there because I told her to go. Like, of course, there's a fire. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I I was trying trying to figure. out. I was like, okay, where's the helicopter? Why is it not going right now? Uh, now I found out you have to go up and you get on the walkie-talkie and you talk with... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, you talk with Dio for the last time. Um, How did your conversation with D go? 
It was a little sentimental. I felt bad. I don't remember exact things that happened, but I was just like, oh, it's sentimental. I t- <laughs> oh, God. So, okay, at some point in the game, Henry takes his wedding ring off, and he puts the leaves on the desk. Before I left, I picked up the wedding ring and put it back on and everything. So I was like, you know, just in case something happens. I don't, I don't think mine ever came off. Well, good for you. Mine, oh. <laughs> mine was an adulterer, okay? <laughs> he was escaping everything. <laughs> But um, I told her, it was like, and they're, they're asking, like, what's next? And Henry, I, I made Henry go, come back to Boulder with me. Uh, what, what? She said, no. She said, go back to the wife. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Okay. And then she said, try to try work things out. So I was like, okay, we'll see what happens. Her, Julia's family hates me for good reason. My man Henry was ready to cheat at that moment. He was. Um, it, we, we did the exact opposite dialogue options. I told her to stay. You told her to go. Then you said for her to come back to Boulder with yeah. you, and I told her to go do her thing. Oh, God. That's fun. That's sounds like we had like a... No, we had diff- we made different choices. I forgot. We had the phone sex conversation. <laughs> but yeah, no, she tells you to go and go back to Julie and everything. He's like, you know, and at that point I was like, yeah, no, you're right. I got my wedding ring back on. Yeah. So, so we commit to that. And he um, gets in the helicopter. That's it. He leaves. Yeah. Um, about that alternate ending I told you about. Yeah, what was the alternate ending? If you don't get on the helicopter, the helicopter eventually leaves, leaving you to interpret it as Henry dies. Oh wow! And like just engulfed, like engulfed by the fire. And I was like, that's dark. Yeah, God. that strangely gave me chills. Oh, I was like, ooh, like so he's just like so scared to go back to his life. That's that's ominous. Yeah. So, what was your? I so said, what do you think of the ending? I thought it was good. Um, I did want to see what Delilah looked like. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, just to see what this person that I've been talking to this whole time looked yeah. like. But I thought the ending was, you know, it's kind of like a, he had, it's like a brief summer thing, summer fling, yeah. and then he kind of gets back to reality. Yeah, I'm with you on, yeah. No, so I want to see what she was. I rummaged through her stuff. Uh, there's a conversation you had, like, oh, like, day two, where she drew you and everything. Mm-hmm. I went to go see what that drawing looked like. Terrible drawing. She, she... I can see why she's just a Firewatch person. Has no artistic <laughs> skill, no creativity, just terrible. Is, terrible that, is that the one where you saw Henry's dick? No dick, no dick on that oh, one. Oh, I thought that's the one. No, you it was, were it was about. Julia's. No, I was talking about Julia's picture. Oh no, I didn't see that one. You missed out on some good. <laughs> Henry's packing, my man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I thought that was like the only way for the game to end at this point. Like everything was kind of tied up. All the emphasis burns. Yeah. It's like nothing more could come of it. But like after I, I beat it, I, I really reflected a lot on the whole like meaning of this whole game. Um, before I get into it, did you want? Did you have any interpretations of the meaning? Oh, I'm I'm interested to see what yours were. So it's essentially it, it talks about like the reason why people go out to the Firewatch and everything is to escape their mistakes and everything. That's what Henry did. That's what Ned did. That's what Ned continues to do is escape his problems, run away oh. from his problems. Delilah did that. She runs away from her problems. And all that to say is like continuing to run away from your problems does not solve anything. It, it just it makes things way worse. I don't know, I'm getting very deep into yeah, this. ignoring your problems don't make them go away. Yeah, and so like that was kind of like, it kind of came for me from my experience. It came to a head when Henry was like, "Come back to Boulder with me," and she goes, "No." He's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, you're right. Let me go, <laughs> let me go, let me go back to my life <laughs> yeah, in yeah, Australia." Right. So it's kind of like that was like for me. That's like I feel like that's the whole point of what this game was about it's like talking about escape escapism trying to get a, away from your problems wow. but realizing like you can't run away from your problems you have to kind of face them head on so therefore like 
Delilah encouraging Henry to go back to Julia to resolve the issues. And if it doesn't work out, then come back to her. At least that's what it was for me. That's a fantastic uh, takeaway from it. Yeah. But then again, if he didn't do that and just stayed on the play and stayed with the fire and everything, problem solved. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's one way to solve the fire. Or, or he's just an idiot. Yeah, it's like, oh, you want me to get on that helicopter? I'll wait for the next I, one. I'll wait for the next one. I'm going to rummage through Delilah's stuff some more, see what she's got in here. I'm going to go right around to where Okay, now let's get to our, our first official rating of our game. So, okay. what was your rating? Remember, it is not based on any rating scale. It is your interpretation. It was your rating. What is your rating? I give it a, a, a cozy, stormy day. That's funny because it was very cozy. I know. Well, that was my intention. Like, I, thought, I thought it was very laid back and, uh, you know, a break from my usual mm-hmm. uh, f- favorite uh, games. Yeah. So, what, what's yours? I'm sure it's much better than mine. Um, it would have been a fine apple, but it was a grape. It was grape. It was, it was grape. grape. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It was a grape, <laughs> was a grape game. Uh, yeah, no, like... I think like in the beginning, I was so slow in the beginning. I was like, ah, this is this is okay. Like I wasn't blown away. The oh, mo- actually, that was like one of my favorite, like the, I, the tech stuff. And yeah, I was just I was just being a Firewatch guy. Do 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 do. It was it was fun. Like I enjoyed like gameplay wise, it was fun. Like well, it was like like you said, it was like a cozy little game. Um, just kind of walking through the woods and everything, a little walk in the woods and and whatnot. And I enjoyed that part. It was very pretty to watch. I enjoyed the conversations. But I was like, ah, just. Nothing gripping about this. Because I've seen it before. So like my second mm. playthrough, I'm like, I, I remember this. I remember this part. It wasn't until that twist with Brian where I was like, this is phenomenal. This game is so good. <laughs> yeah. like, I, was, I was talking to my wife, the, uh, as I usually do with my games. I, I bore her with all the details of all my, the final games I play. Except for Final Fantasy 16. Thank you for being bored with the games or else we probably wouldn't be talking here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, just I, I sat down and reflected on it. It's like it's, I know it's a good game. When I can sit there and go, what do I do now? Like I just mm-hmm. like I'm left with this huge twist, this knowledge and everything. I was like left with the hole. Like whoo! That's why I'm with the Last of Us, and that's one of my favorite games ever. So Firewatch, you may you're probably in the top twenty top twenty games for me. Nice um, story wise, it's good. Um, like I said, it's a break from what I usually play, so I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like that. It was a break from what I usually play, and I knew our new was short, mm-hmm. so you can kind of enjoy, just appreciate that it's you know. Yeah. A break, and then you can get back into other things. Yeah. So, if you liked our our podcast, you like that whole synopsis of Firewatch, give it a try, give it a go. Pay twenty dollars on Steam. But with that, everyone, this is our unofi- this is our unofficial, not review, but kind of review of Firewatch. I hope you enjoyed this ride as much as we did. And remember, only you can prevent forest fires or cause them, much like Ned did. Don't be like Ned, nope. uh, and don't kill your family members and take them cave diving. Just don't. Just go to Disney World instead. Looking more into the future, the next game that Preston and I are going to be playing are planning on doing will be Bioshock. I know the OG list said Lies of P, but it hasn't been released yet, and we're bored, and and fuck you, that's why. (laughs) So Bioshock is what's on the menu, boys. Remember to follow us on Spotify, give us a listen, tell your friends, neighbors, your neighbor's friends, and even if your dog, if you don't don't have friends. But we'll be your friend for a nice price of a five-star review. Like, you can just write a review and say, it poop. Uh, I'm all over it. I'll for sure be your friend. But with that all being said, we hope you enjoyed this little walk in the woods with Preston and Will. And until next time, everyone, this has been the Uncultured Gaming Podcast. Remember, stay trashy, gamers. Cue the outro music, Preston. Beep, 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 boop. All your music is the <laughs> same. same. God. I don't know what else to do. I'm scared. <laughs>